Welcome to Your Life, Your Purpose, a show dedicated to helping you live with greater power and purpose in your life by taking action. Action. Now, your host, a man who needs no introduction, Brandon Allen. Welcome to the Your Life, Your Purpose podcast on buildyoursoulpurpose.com. This is Brandon Allen. And uh, today's topic, uh, for all you business owners and managers out there, we're going to talk a little bit about employee reviews. And uh, we're going to talk specifically about how to do an employee review, what to do, what not to do, and uh, just some other things that... uh, I think for for the majority of business owners and managers out there uh, will help to make your employee review a more enjoyable process, not only for you, but also for your employees. So uh, I want to start with some things not to do with an employee review so that it's not super awkward and it's not something that people dread. Because realistically, when I paint the big picture of an employee review, I want employees to be excited about the feedback that they get, even if all the feedback isn't necessarily positive, but that it's presented in a way that helps them get better and improve. Because uh, as, as Daniel Pink has illustrated in the, in the uh, book Drive, um, one of the things that people value and that they're motivated by is mastery. And if we don't get feedback and if we don't get help, We can't achieve mastery at the highest level. Feedback is so critical to that process. And and, and, uh, I'll just share something uh, recently that I've been working on. So I've been doing more public speaking, and I've been working with Roberto Monaco, uh, who who runs a company called Influenceology. He used to be a trainer for Tony Robbins, and, and he's coaching me on speaking. And I sent him a video that I had did of a speaking engagement, and... He had sent me a, a video back. He didn't say anything. And one of the things about one of the things I like about you know working with Roberto and and what I like about uh, him is he's super positive. Even if I suck, he comes up with like fifteen different things that I did good, and and it always makes me feel good because the good always outweighs the bad. Even when I think, oh my gosh, this was a train wreck, and so. I sent him a video. He looked, he looked at it. He said, hey, man, this is great. He pointed out all these things that were great. And he said, hey, I want you to watch this video. So I watched this video, and, and Roberto, it's got like, Roberto, all of a sudden you hear like a tiger growl, and he's talking about, oh, that was a tiger. And it was just totally funny. Like it kind of caught me by surprise. I was like, why the hell did he just say that? But then he talked about why it's important to not pace like a tiger on the stage. And I went back and I watched the video, and, and my God, if I didn't, pose if if I wasn't uh pacing like a tiger on the stage and I thought oh my gosh that's me I am the tiger pacer and so you know I get a lot of nervous energy when I was speaking and so you know I, I just realized that I would channel that energy through pacing and uh, and and it is distracting I mean when you watch that when you watch someone pace and and it's nervous it's not only a credibility killer but it's also just something that's very distracting because you're you're pacing back and forth at a kind of a rapid rate and so when i looked at that i thought oh my gosh i am totally a tiger pacer and so you know i thought what th- that feedback though helped me 
I went out and I really prepared for my next talk. I mean, better than I've ever prepared before. I mean, I really poured a lot of energy and effort into really nailing this talk, even spotting where I was going to walk, how I was going to walk, which I typically hadn't done before, how I was going to present that, when I would move, when I wouldn't move. And it was huge. I mean, the talk was just, I mean, it was the best talk I'd ever done. And I just felt like I nailed it. I mean, the feedback I got from people afterwards, people were just like excited about it. I converted a lot of business and I thought, oh my gosh, I mean, just feedback. You just think about this and it's it, it's feedback. And if I hadn't got that feedback and if he hadn't called me a tiger pacer, uh, then I, you know, I probably would have continued to kind of have that nervous energy and not really think about it. But when someone points something out, sometimes we're just not we're not looking at that. We're not focused on that. And it's, and it's good to have that feedback. So feedback is positive because it, it helps us to achieve mastery, which is what people are driven towards. They want to get better. People want to improve even when it seems like they don't. And, and so that's just, that's a distinction I wanted to make right up front. That's so important. But here's the thing with feedback. Here's some other don'ts with, with regards to feedback. Number one, don't wait till your annual review to give people negative feedback. So this happens a lot where someone walks into a review, their boss pulls out the 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 old scroll, rolls it out and and just starts going through the laundry list of disappointments that that person has caused that boss or manager over the year. Of course, that's going to be negative for you when that's the case. And it's certainly going to be negative for the employee because it's like they're a deer walking out into the meadow and all of a sudden, you know, 50 people open fire with M16s on them. I mean, it's like, oh my gosh, I just got am. What the hell did I just walk into? And, and I, and I've seen this time and time again, I hear about how people give feedback and then they're like, you know what? The employees don't enjoy the experience and you know what? Neither do I. Well, yeah, of course. Who would enjoy that? I wouldn't enjoy that. You wouldn't enjoy that. So don't wait until that yearly review to give that feedback. And and, and some other things here. Feedback shouldn't always come with a raise. If I sit down and give you structured feedback, there shouldn't be a raise attached to that every single time. So I get a lot of feedback from people who are like, well, usually I give a raise when I give people a review. And it's like, well, why the hell are you doing that? You know, is the only time you, you know, why set that expectation? Okay. The review is much more than just, did I get a raise or not? It's not about that. It's about mastery and how can I help you get better? How can I help you achieve more within this organization and and feel better about what you're doing uh, in your world of work? People spend a lot of time at work. We spend a lot of our lives at work. So we want to feel fulfilled. We want to, even if we don't know how. Uh, employees want that, even if they're not sure how to do it, they want it. How, how can you help them get there? And that's what the review is all about. But the other thing about a don't is I hate just doing an annual review. I hate that. Why wait a whole year to tell someone formally how they're doing? Okay. So, so this brings me into one of my key points here. 
I want you to schedule time for formal and informal feedback. So your employees should be getting formalized feedback where you sit down and really go over things and game plan. And part of this should be, uh, you know, there's tools that I use. Uh, Peter Drucker has the manager's letter. I use that a lot. Um, I, I have something that I've created within our alignment and execution blueprint called a personal blueprint for people. So we could review that on a quarterly basis. Um, I like to put together a personal development plan for people. Where are the areas that they want to grow personally and professionally? And how can I help them get there? So if I can send people to trainings and education and help them get better and build new skills, I'm all for that. And I want to put that plan together as part of that review. I want to know where they want to go. You know, what are they, what's the next step for them? If they could, if they could be something else within our organization, what would that be? What would that look like? You know, I want to create that kind of a situation. Now, informal feedback is really simple. One of the things that I've loved to do is walk with someone to the gas station to get a soda walk somewhere to get a coffee. And during that time where we're taking a break, I just, I, I talk to him and I say, Hey, how are things going? How are you doing? Are you getting the support you need? What's something that's been challenging? What's something that's going really well? And I want to know what that looks like, but also, you know, times for informal feedback or just, Hey, leaving someone, you know, writing someone a thank you note. Um, you know, giving them a gift card when they do great. You know, I, I, I love to buy, you know, little gift cards. And then when I see someone do something great, you know, just give them a gift card. You know, some people like to be praised in public. Some people like to be praised in private. So understand those things about your people. But, you know, how can you give them informal feedback? Every week, I, wanna, I want people to have feedback. Hey, great week. Hey, you know, let's talk about something specific uh, that, uh, that needs to be changed. Um, so informal feedback is important, but there also needs to be time for formal feedback. Okay. Formal feedback is important. Okay. The other thing here, this is critical. The review should be fun. Make the review fun, make it rewarding. Okay. I want to make it all about the person that's getting reviewed and how they can continue to grow, improve, get paid more, get more responsibility if that's what they want. I really want to use this as a time to get to know people, um, you know, or not necessarily get to know people, but really get to know where their aspirations are for their career, what they want to achieve, what the next steps are. Are they happy about where they're at? You know, I, I really want to just use this as a time to really celebrate where they're at and, and really paint that picture. Look, here's where you're at today. But here's where you could be at tomorrow. Here's what the next step looks like for you. If you keep doing X, Y, and Z, these things could happen and all these things are positive. You know, here's, here's what I want to see you improve. So with the manager's letter, you know, that's one of the things that we talk about, you know, Hey, where do you see the company's objectives? How did you support those objectives? Where did you fail? Where, you know, where, where did you fail where you felt like you could have used more support from management? All those different things I want to know from the, from the people that I work with. And, and the way we do that. And giving a employee review is, is less awkward when we build that connection and we really connect with people and we really pull those employees close and we really get to know them uh, and, and spend time with them and communicate with them. I love to have people over to my house um, so I can connect with them. I love to take them and their spouse out for dinner. I love to do all those things so we can connect and really uh, understand each other on a deeper level. And then it makes doing things like a review and going through that process a whole heck of a lot easier when we have that relationship. But, you know, a lot of times feedback is tough when we feel like the people that are giving us feedback don't care about us. 
You know, so how can you show that you care? Because look, we we'll take feedback from loved ones when we know they care. We'll we'll let them talk to us in a way that maybe isn't even the nicest, but we know that they care. But when we know that when we think that someone doesn't care and they have their own selfish motives and agenda, well screw you. You can't give me feedback. I don't want to hear it from you. I don't trust your feedback. I don't trust where it's coming from or your motivations. So it's it's important to really build that connection and and really do that. And and that's how you can make that review fun and about the person that's getting the review. Sometimes that review can be attached to a raise. Um, sometimes your review won't be. You know, I like to have a scheduled time where there is a raise review. You know, an end of the year type of a deal. And I want to, I want people to know when those expectations. Uh, you know, I want them to have you know some certain understanding or expectation of when those things will happen. But um, those are just some real simple tips around doing the review. Review, you know, good feedback should be ongoing. Good feedback should be supportive. And look, when we're giving feedback, uh, you know, as I've talked about with confrontation, it's not personal. It's not about the person. It's about, you know, look, if we have constructive feedback where people want to get better, um, it's not about what the, them as a person. It's about their behavior and, and what the thing that they're doing. But, you know, as I illustrated in my in my speaking coach story, you know, look, um, I know he wants to get me. I know my coach wants me to get better. I know he was coming from a place of positivity. And, you know, he, he's really built that rapport with me by pointing out a lot of positive things, even when I felt like there weren't a lot of positive things to point out. Um, and when I get that feedback, but then I implement that feedback and I get a better response, I'm even that much more grateful because I don't want people to let me, I don't want people to allow me to fail. You know, when I'm working with them, I, I don't want, I don't want them to just kind of shrug their shoulders regarding mediocrity. I want someone to hold me to a higher standard, um, even when I'm not holding myself to a higher standard so that I can be, uh, the, the, the kind of person and employee that, that I know, uh, that I can be in that situation or be the kind of, uh, performer, uh, in a talk or whatever that I know I can be. So that feedback is vital. So if you're not giving your team consistent feedback formally or informally, Ask yourself what that would look like to start putting that into place. I mean, you don't have to do all of it now, but just start incrementally, you know, adding that into your time and really schedule the time and space for it. If you want to get it done, schedule the time, make it a priority, make it a rhythm, make it a habit. Um, and, and then talk about how you can make that fun and uplifting and positive so that people aren't walking in. Look, by the time that someone gets to an annual review, they're already, they should already know the things that I'm not happy about and that I think should be improved before they even come in the door. They should already know those things because we've already had conversations and talked about it, uh, time and time again. So none of that stuff should be a surprise when it comes right down to it. So, Think about your review process. How could it be more positive? How could it be an asset? How could it help your team grow? How could it help your business grow if you were more effective in this area and you gave it more attention and you spent some time creating a review system that helped people grow, that helped people feel fulfilled, and that uh, moved your business forward in a positive way? So think about what that looks like. If you've got any questions, hit us up at buildyoursoulpurpose.com. Ask me a question. I'm happy to go through that with you. Um, so, so again, buildyoursoulpurpose.com. Share this on Facebook. If you haven't subscribed yet in iTunes, make sure you check it out. And for your life, your purpose, this is Brandon Allen. I am signing off. Enjoy your week.